Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. And, as always, thank you for listening. So, if you're one of those brave people that are watching the news, I gotta say, you're stout. Um, doesn't seem to be a lot of really great stuff flying around. There's there. There's good news. But there's some other stuff. Now, it seems like a lot of people are frustrated. And, right, so, a lot of stuff is very frustrating. Things that are going on. Um, Particularly, I think, frustration comes to people who are people of faith, people, uh, people of God, believers in Jesus, and get a little, uh, it's easy to dwell on it and let it feed on you. Let me encourage you to not do that, and it's hard. Jesus uh, said we'd have life, not life without trouble. As a matter of fact, he would say you're going to have tribulation. He says, in the world, you will have tribulation. But here's the thing. Things cycle. Things just cycle around. I think Ecclesiastes kind of shows us that a little bit. But I think that a lot of times people get frustrated because they feel powerless because they feel like, you know, something ought to happen to people who are messing other people up. Just the, the blooming evil people out there ought to be getting it right between the eyes. And, uh, and of course, we have, you know, people who are frustrated have their own timeline, you know. And we kind of like justice to occur, but, you know, yesterday. It's hard to embrace this one idea, and it's this. God has his own timeline, and no one gets a free pass. No one. Believer, unbeliever, all of us have some type of oversight that God is looking at. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Wicked people, wicked being the word in the Bible, evil being the word in the Bible, uh, in in various places, they don't think that uh, anything's going to happen to them. They think they're going to get scot-free. And unfortunately, there are branches of the faith that 
that empower that idea. That you can go out and lie, cheat, steal, rob, and do all this other jazz to anyone and everybody, and then just come come to church and just, oh, I'm so sorry, and then boom, you're off scot free. Well, didn't the Bible I'm reading didn't look like it works quite that way? Because here's the thing: uh, repentance is imperative. For us to have for God to work with us otherwise you're under judgment whether you're a believer or not and now you might be thinking and again most people when you say a believer can be under judgment they're like oh what do you mean I'm going to lose my salvation I'm going to lose my salvation no that's not what I'm saying I'm saying this you're going to be one blooming miserable believer and you don't have to be now, if you're lost, mm, that's even worse. You're like sitting in the lava in the middle of the volcano. Now, I love the book of Psalms because Psalms kind of uh, sums up a lot of stuff that you feel inside. And if you get frustrated, please look at some of the Psalms, especially some of the earlier Psalms in, in the first 15 chapters. A lot of these are written uh, by frustrated people. And uh, I think they really kind of sum up some things. Now, the one I'm looking at, and I'm not going to read the entire psalm, but the one I'm looking at right now is, is Psalm 10. And Psalm 10 uh, it has kind of a, and this is a, an added title where the person that put this Bible together believes this is a prayer for justice. I tend to agree. Now, here's the thing about Psalms. Psalms is poetry. It's Hebrew poetry. Now, why do I I say that? Why am I making a big deal about that? Because Hebrew poetry is designed to emphasize an idea. In other words, it really exaggerates in order to push the idea forward. Okay? Um, so, let me, let me go down to verse 7, okay? So, this is Psalm 10, starting in verse 1. It says, Why are you so far away, O Lord? Why do you hide yourself when we are in trouble? The wicked are proud persecute the poor catch them in the trap they've made the wicked are proud of their evil desires the greedy curse and reject the Lord the wicked do not care about the Lord in their pride they think that God doesn't matter the wicked succeed in everything they cannot understand God's judgment they sneer at their enemies And they say to themselves, we will never fail. We will never be in trouble. Their speech is filled with curses, lies, and threats, and they are quick to speak hateful, evil words. Now, so you kind of get the idea. Um, Also, in the book of Job, by the way, which tends to be kind of poetic, there's uh, 
parts of the book of Job where Job's just asking, why do you, why does it seem like evil people always, you know, wind up on top? Why is that, God? You know? And, and here's the kicker. God never addresses that particular issue. He he's basically confirms and, aff- and reaffirms, uh, I'm God, and this, and nothing will, <laughs> nothing is too difficult for me. In fact, even in the New Testament, uh, says, uh, do not be deceived. Whatever a man sows, he shall also reap. Now, this sowing and reaping kind of process means this. You put evil out there, evil will come back to you hard. Now, a lot of people tend to throw that into the karma kind of aspect. Um, the Bible knows, in spite of what other theologians may say, um, the Bible knows nothing of karma. But here's the thing. There is a principle, and that is that in God's world, and make no mistake, God created this planet. Uh, you so evil, it's coming for you. People who are evil and powerful don't usually get to enjoy it forever. Now, you may you think of some... Uh, think it's people, well, so-and-so, he, he lived to be, uh, you know, 100 years old, and he was fine. The paranoia that goes with being evil uh, and having to always watch your back because there are other evil people who are coming to get you, and no one is watching your back. If, if you... If you have a relationship with God, God's watching your back. And God will not let his people go out of his eyesight. Now, to kind of refocus for a second, here uh, there's another psalmist, Psalm 15. Okay? And uh, the title on this one is What God Requires. This is interesting. Again, this is poetry, which means it's exaggerating the point to make the point clear, to emphasize it. All right. This is kind of a short psalm, so I'm going to read the whole thing. Psalm 15 is says, uh, starting verse 1, Lord, who may enter your temple? Who may worship on Zion, your sacred hill? Those who obey God in everything and always do what is right. Those or, or whose words are true and sincere. And who do not slander others. They do no wrong to their friends nor spread rumors about their neighbors. They despise those whom God rejects but honor those who obey the Lord. They always do what they promise, and no matter how much it costs. They make loans without charging interest and cannot be bribed to testify against the innocent. Whoever does these things will always be secure. 
All right, now, again, uh, a, a lot of theology has to do with what you take literally and what you take figuratively. And this is figurative language. Um, and let me say this, that uh, those who obey God in everything and always do what is right, whose words are true and sincere. Okay, so that's awesome. We need to do that. But again, but David didn't do that. And David was called a friend of God. And God expressed love for David. King David, that is. So, in fact, he even had somebody, you know, David had, even had somebody murdered. So, you know, is that always doing what's right? Well, no. Okay, so here's the thing. You can't, grant, you can't push this literal to the rails, but the idea is this. You need to always be focused on doing what God wants, doing what is right, keeping what you say true and sincere. Try always not to do wrong to your friends and spread rumors about your neighbors. I mean, and then if you do, that's why First John 1 9 is there. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's what that's for. But I, I like that because it, it points you in the right direction. It says, look, if you don't know what God's looking for, all right, if you don't have an idea of what God really wants us out of us, first thing is he wants a personal relationship with you through Jesus number one now number two is he would like for you to think about doing all of those and, and not just that but study the word because this is one section I love this section I love this psalm because it points you in the right direction it says okay if you're interested in really trying to do what God wants this is a good starting spot. You, see, you can start here and then work your way through. Okay? Um, it's not a formula. Again, poetry is overemphasized to prove a point, show a point, make the point clear. These are the things God would like for us to do. Always. But yeah, we're human. And guess what? He gets it. He knows we're human. If he didn't think we were human, he wouldn't have put First John there for us. And in the Old Testament, he wouldn't have had the sacrificial system so that sins could be atoned for in a way that pointed to the you know to Jesus. So here's the thing. Don't be discouraged. In fact, it, it says, God is not mocked. That's I love that verse. I mentioned it earlier. It says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, 
he shall also reap. So good things. Okay? That's what that is. God wants you putting good in the world. And it won't be lost because good is good is growth. Good is green. On the other hand, evil just destroys. Turns stuff to ash. And the people who love evil, serve evil, serve money, serve power, wherever they are, whether they're near and far, whether they're leaders or, or not, believe me, God has his plan for that. And unfortunately, it's not going to look good. So, for us, keep on keeping on and speak it on. edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your life.